so this is uh, my podcast which i am recording as you can see i have a mic already over here so this is my third podcast which is available on spotify and uh, anchor as it's in the name of the podcast is frontline and chai so this is welcome to my third podcast today i'll give you the link right below so you can watch you can listen to it also as well this is an audio as well as a video podcast simultaneously made for all my youtube uh, viewers blog friends followers and subscribers who took so long and who, who so look out for my videos just for them to let me announce that ever since winter has dawned on canada so and the days are cold dreary sometimes sunny with lovely snow though stepping out to show you the full glory of snowfall has become a task for me so while doing other things like running my bengali kitchen cloud which you all know it's called the hangla and it's one of the first uh, bengali kitchen fully bengali authentic bengali kitchen to be available in canada and so doing that writing my seventh book which is another novel which i'm coming up with and running household chores i slice out some time to do a weekly podcast podcast since i feel that the future generations may be spending more time with podcasts in a way podcasts are healthier than uh, videos and blogs because it causes less strain to the eyes you may just want to listen to it while driving or doing a trade treadmill or jogging or walking okay so i'm trying to focus on that obliterated obliterated part of my life when i was a hard nosed reporter doing sting operations running after deadlines shooting off the last run page it's called the run page it was called the run page the page that go went after all editions were uh, done so uh, at 1 am or 2 am at the same time bringing up my toddler son and this was my first few years as a journalist and the best time of my career for your information okay this actually was not the first few years of my journalism uh, that happened even before i was married so i was, I was 21 22 23 24 those are the ages those are the times where i was a hard nosed journalist running after stories and reporting from the from the base so for your information my toddler son is now 25 he is a writer and a journalist in his own rights his name is anish chatterjee so you will find him on google also and it it is has at his insistence that i started the uh, podcast he even brought me a real microphone as you can see and uh, and is guiding me how i should mince my words literally because in video you can see the lips reading so you can understand what i'm trying to say but in a podcast you don't get that chance so i have to be very careful and very very uh, I, i'm learning how to pronounce my words even even better with each each passing podcast so just bear with me well i am learning and i'm i'm trying to give you the best <clears throat> sorry so coming to my story the last time i spoke about how i was asked to cover a hanging an execution in india live that was my second podcast and you will find the link right below the video 
the year was 2004 and i was given the plump assignment to cover the execution of convict dhanunjay chatterjee chatterjee was hanged on his birthday on august 14 2004 at alipur central jail in calcutta kolkata india at 4:30 am he was it was on his birthday for it was august 14 and 4.30 a.m. was technically August 15th, but in Bengali um, Bengali uh, calendar, it is not, unless the sun, unless the sunrise, we do not consider to be it another day. So uh, it was technically still on his birthday that he was hanged, on his birthday. So he was a sec security guard who was executed, you can find him on Google. He was a security guard who was executed for the murder of 14-year-old Hethel Parekh on March 5th, 1990 at her apartment residence in Bhavanipur, Kolkata, India. And I, I was asked to cover that hanging live. So please listen to that hair-raising story at the link given below. And uh, for all those who are listening to my podcast for the first time, you can just go on Frontline and Chai and listen to that podcast. It's my second episode. It's not, I haven't done too many episodes as yet, but I plan to do some definitely with your inspiration and your comments so once you start commenting and writing back to me i will feel more inspired to do more podcasts and share with you a lot more such stories not only with just myself not not only about myself but with i'm going to planning to interview friends who had even even wilder experiences than i have had so um I'm hoping to sit down with them in a proper with a proper talk show where they will share their bone chilling experiences with you. I don't know whether Dhananjay Chatterjee was guilty or not. In my opinion, he was framed. Okay, and his family used vehemently for the media was used vehemently for the media war. And you can watch that movie Dhananjay. I think this is a movie on that, so you can see that movie and form your own opinion. I don't want to bring up uh, a kind of buried story which has long gone and person is not going to come out alive but i want to talk about the disgusting media war that happened that time so in this episode i will tell you last in the last episode i told you how i was asked to cover the hanging and how on the only newspaper i was working with covered the hanging live like they they did not i was finally not permitted to go inside but the actual hanging was covered live. So I have spoken about it in my past episode, which is called the when I was asked to cover a hanging live. So you can take a look at that episode. You can hear that episode. So in this episode, I will tell you how the front, how I was a front runner to the wit to witness this media war exploiting Dhananjay's family, the helplessness, vulnerability of his family by the media who were then battling to get the maximum circulation. Remember in those days, there was just print media. There was nothing called TRP. In the words like TRP, footfall, traffic, SEO, Google, SEO, these terms did not exist. Even Google did not exist in that those days. So they were getting the maximum circulation and the maximum ad revenue was given to that newspaper which covered Dhananjoy's strategies execution live and his and the plight of his family most importantly those who were being able to cover the plight of his family just talking of it disgusts me but it happened it is still happening 
okay so for trp today is happening for trp for ratings for traffic on the website even today the helpless are being exploited but when you see it happening in front of your eyes you do uh, you are disturbed okay this till this part i've been able to write down the rest of it is so volatile so fresh in my memory that i'm going to talk about it maybe i'll come out with a lot of uhs and ers and ums so you just remember this i'm just talking from my head i haven't written down anywhere so i'm just talking from my memory from my impression so i'm also i'm talking it on the camera on camera live as well as recording it on the podcast simultaneously so uh okay that's a big stress on me by the way so as and when it happened over a period of two to three months when dhanunjay uh, was pronounced guilty and then supreme court the first high court passed his order of execution by hanging then uh, supreme court part passed the order and then we were there was a huge media war going on among all the newspapers uh, in that time those times the media was covering their families the plight of the families dhananjay's family was a brahmin and his father was worshiping uh, was a priest in a, a recent uh, in, in a nearby kali mandir so he was completely devastated by the whole thing and he was at in his, in his in the temple he was just lying in front of makali the whole day he wasn't eating anything he wasn't sleeping and he was barely being able to even dress himself like he was in that kind of a mental state his mother was in total total shattered they were the family was totally shattered as they were waiting for the president to cancel his execution so though that is the time when i kept, we kept getting pictures of his families you know the reporters went and covered and the photographers were running after their families like as if they were celebrities they whenever the father went out wherever the father went wherever the mother went pictures, photographers were hounding them and they were pleading to be left alone they were pleading to you know to get out from there these days i see such coverage all the time happening all the time i think people have accepted that um, you know crying over a dead body real real life uh, real life uh, mourn mourning real life misery is is something which um which we all enjoy in a way so we want enjoy watching so these days it has become a norm nobody uh, you just open the in, uh, internet and you find several such stories but in those days there was n- not much of her internet not much of a uh, not much of a um, tv there were some tv channels but not this much this many so when media went out to cover all this Uh, all these pictures and uh, the pictures were being getting sp- splashed on page 1 it was a painful thing to watch that happening and the the, the rush among journalists to be able to cover the to take out the worst part of possible picture that shows the worst plight in uh, in a family that itself is so disturbing even then it was disturbing to me i wasn't in that particular department but i was watching it all around me because i was in charge of the international page but i was watching it in all all around me so i remember one uh, one picture 
Uh, I don't know whether you'll find it uh, now on internet. You might want to find it and show it to me if you find it. Please uh, upload the picture on the comment section if you can or send it to my email. So one picture was of Dhananjaya's father coming, walking out of the mandir. He was on the temple and he was getting going back to his home. And the, he was wearing a shirt just uh, covering till his uh, his waist and the lungi that he was wearing uh, beneath that had opened for some reason it had fallen off and he was not aware of it he was in such a mental state he was walking without it the lungi was lying somewhere just behind him and he was walking without the lungi and photographers caught that in the camera they took that picture and the picture was lying on the desk I still, when I think of it, I mean, you know, something in me just dies. I've seen the death of journalism so, so from so near. So when I told my colleague uh, in that desk, I said, are you going to take that picture? She said, of course, it's going to go on the first page. I said, okay. So that these things still bother me so much that I wanted to make this podcast now. And this is something I do not know whether uh, it will bother you in the in the 